What's going on, guys? Welcome to River City 93, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves and Go to Go Press. Life sucks. I'm just open up with that. You can, <laughs> you can talk. I'm, I have nothing. <laughs> nothing nothing uh, of a positive note I want to say right now. Oh, it's not all bad. Yeah, coming from the guy who New England Revolution won, what, 2 1? Yeah. And who national team pulled off the greatest comeback in your nation's history. By the way, if you didn't know, Shanair is Haitian. So, three, two, Canada. Yeah, you. That's our first time facing Canada in history in soccer, though. Really? Yeah, there is no prior. That was the thing that was worrying me. There is no prior game to that, so there was no way to. Hmm. There was no psychological effect in this game. It was just two new teams going at each other. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I... I don't even know where to even start this episode. At. All right, look, we just gonna get into it. Richmond lost one nothing against Chattanooga. There's no good way how to jazz it up. It. I'm not even mad at this team. I'm not even mad that we lost. It's just like, guys, come on! Like six <laughs> out of seven. See, we start the podcast. I even forgot to turn my phone off. Sorry. <laughs> NBA free agency is going on, so all the alerts are coming to my phone. But, nah. I mean, honestly, like, let's just look at the stats from this game. First stat that, com- that comes off the board is, of course, we won possession, 6 to the 40, but hey, we had six shots of their 10. We had five shots. Guess how many were on target? Mm, I don't think we had any on target, did we? Zero. Yeah, none of them no. were on target. You remember that magical number of 150 passes that we needed in our own attack at half to win the game? Didn't hit that. No, we did. We hit 164. We did? Yeah. I could have sworn we... Yeah, I mean, the thing towards is, the end, the kickers really started pushing more. So, I guess, you know, with that being said, it's... it's. But see, the thing is, it's like, all right, now granted, Stephen Beattie, I think <laughs> it's funny because Richard Kicker's on uh, Twitter... I think for the wrap up, put it as a sweaty on goal, sweaty goal, which really means that someone plays FIFA way too much. Uh-huh. But pretty much it was the build up of the play. You could tell, like, yo, like, guys, get back. <laughs> Don't get, like, get back. Something's about to happen. And why it's happening, I think it's like a long diagonal ball that gets played to the left hand side. And then he kind of chips it right in front of the goalie. I don't think he chips it. I think he just kind of just passes it through. Yeah. And, and Stephen Beattie just it. beat Maxi to it, and it just goes over a Kara's shoulder. True, but back it, net. again, one, one thing that we that did happen with that play is you saw a lot of kickers players, including Akira, who was had front row seats to the shot, who was literally probably two feet away from it, clearly shouting for a handball. So what I think does happen is the ball does come off of Maxi and hits Beatty in the hand to go and go. Yeah, but see, even then, I don't even think that's... It's not like Beatty is forced to be playing it with his hand. I know, but the fact that a goal results out of it, hey, yeah. according to the, to the rules, but the even still, that like, the, a goal, it, it results in a goal, yeah. it shouldn't count. And, I, and you could see the frustration. Oh, yeah, you can see Aque, the frustration. Aqua runs over to the ref. You can see the frustration. Now, I will say this. 
I'm not the one to just be like, oh, these refs suck and these loyalty refs, and you know how that argument goes. Yeah. This referee, I don't know what game he was seeing, but there was clear fouls on both sides. Like, Boateng clearly, like, was fouling people, like, five straight times, and it wasn't until, like, the 60th minute that the ref finally gave him a yellow card. You know? I, it, I don't know if... I don't know if the ref was just letting stuff go, but the game was just getting mad chippy. Yeah. It was getting broken up, like, disjointed. I mean, and that that's... To me, I, I can understand certain, you know, refereeing organizations making sure that they train their referees, try to keep 11 players on the field at, at, at as often as possible, don't just give out cards, but... In the long run, when yeah. you give out cards early, it sets the tone. It lets the players know what they can like, and can't this is get the away with. You early. had nineteen fouls. Yeah, you had thirty nine fouls in this game. Nineteen for Chattanooga, twenty fives. Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm surprised there's not a red card. Exactly. Exactly. Like, um, you know, <laughs> I think any other game you would probably have seen a red card on 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 either Chattanooga yeah. side or the kicker side because when a game gets scrappy like that where there's almost forty fouls in the whole game total, that means something got out of control, and a ref can get more control of the game if he's if someone commits two fouls in a row in the first five minutes and gets a yellow, then everyone backs off says okay I can't get away with too much with this referee. I honestly think we had more yellow cards than shots. I, I honestly think so. Italy? I think Somebody on Twitter tweet at us and let me know whether or not I'm right. I feel like I am right, but just tweet me and tell me that I'm right so I can feel better about myself about this game. But yeah, like, we had. It, I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Like, and look, I'm not the one calling for no one's job because I hate if someone called for my job. But do you see, like, something got to change? Not in the coaching staff, I don't think. Okay. Um, I, we, because... Outside of coaching staff, does something have to change, like, on the field? Like, granted, we are thin at center back now because, I mean, Shanazi's coming back from the red card. Mm-hmm. And I hate to admit it, I would be a man to swallow my pride. I've been the hardest one on Ivan. He was the best player on the field yesterday. He was. us. Like, there were multiple chances he, like, took the ball, driven in the midfield. I saw the tactics, the tactics changes that Bulo wanted to change, but, like, the saying goes, everyone got a plan to get punched in the mouth. To, to be honest with you, I think, <laughs> I think what... Well, hold on, let me finish the point. But I even, I would say this, like, he... I didn't see a moment from him that he... The moments I saw in the past, mm-hmm. where he looked like not... He didn't look aware. Mm-hmm. He looked very aware. He took the ball. He driven in the midfield. Made some good passes. Did some good defending. Yeah. Like <laughs> he played a good game. He played a very good game. You I know? was, I was quite impressed with Ivan. Um, a player I'm kind of disappointed at his hands cough because, I mean, I granted he got put in the starting lineup. I think he was playing. I want to say left wing. Um, but I know he got subbed out at halftime for Troyer. Yeah, which kind of makes. Which now I'm trying to figure out in my head, like, did we just go to a back five? But it didn't even look like a back five. It looked like we went with the same four, two, three, one. And yeah, no, it was the same four, two, three, one. Uh, I don't know. Um, the the main 
issue I think the kickers have at this point right now is because of the style of forwards that uh, Jackson and Chin are, you're looking at a team that doesn't really have anyone focally centrally up top. I mean, we saw that multiple times. Like, so I think the commentator, and granted, the commentator was horrible. I think <laughs> I think they even put it on Twitter. Know. Like, <laughs> I think you walked in the house. He was like. Are you listening to the game? I was like, no, I'm listening to music while watching the game. Like, I'm not listening to the commentary. Yeah, no, that's that. I've... By the way, I want you to know, we didn't watch the last 10 minutes because we had a pool party, and we were just like, yeah, we're done with this game, and had a pool party. <laughs> Took a little frustration. Yeah. Um, I, 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 went, I went and rewatched the, the last couple minutes. Of I mean, I did just, too, yeah, but it's just like, the end of, well, back today. to your point about Chen and Jackson. Because they float out wide. Yeah. A lot. Jackson and Chin, they're very mobile. They're they're more players that are floating all around the place. We need someone who can play up top now, in the okay. middle. When the, terrified defenses because you can bully the center backs. And that's basically what we When need. the initial lineup came out and I saw 4-4-2, I texted you and I was like, ooh. I like this. Yeah, there's a change. There's a difference <laughs> that means now. That the two center, the two strikers are literally going to be pinned up on their strengths, on their center backs. Like, yeah. And then we're watching the game, and I'm like, what? Boy, what happened? Exactly. Out on the wings, like, there's no one in the middle. And then we go look at football, which, by the way, everyone messed up the roster. Yeah, it, I don't know what it is with League One. But um, <laughs> everyone everyone messes up the roster. No, nah, even shout out to uh, Nate by Northwest. He pointed it out. When Jackson got subbed out, mm-hmm. <laughs> the said Jackson subbed out by Jackson because in the Richmond graphic, they had Jackson in the starting lineup, but in the substitutes, they had Jackson named <laughs> So it was funny. But we go to the you go see the lines like ten minutes in and it's a four two three one and Gariano's in the middle, and I'm just like, this this is not. I, am I wrong for feeling frustrated at the formation? Like I'm not a coach or anything, but I, I don't I don't think like I am I, okay. Am I wrong for feeling like it hasn't been working? Like that formation's not clicking. It's not. It's not clicking. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's not clicking. I think there are components. In that formation, that make it not work because when you look at, for example, our midfield three, to me that's probably our best midfield three having Rodriguez, uh, Ratzliff, and Gallardo in the middle. That's would be our best mix of the three players in the middle because Maxi Rodriguez would play more holding. I can Ratzlaff argue Ratzlaff. Would play. I would say Rat- maybe Hughes. Yeah, no, of course, no. Between Ratzliff and Hughes, you'd, you'd want a player like that who's, in terms of style, who's a box-to-box player who can play part of the attack, help out on defense. And then, of course, Gallardo, who's more of the number 10. It worked. The formation works, but Howard, who's the striker? Because both Jackson and Chin floating out wide. There's nothing going on in the middle. So then the other team has some time to relax in the middle when we're attacking. Yeah. You don't want the other team relaxing in the middle when we're attacking. But I would say that we had this mid-season. And for those fans who don't know, the kickers have a mid-season break coming up. So we don't play a game until a true league game till July 13th. Yeah. There is a uh, mid-season friendly against Lionsbridge, which 
By the way, we're going on our first road trip, July 9th. So if you're going down there, tweet at us, let us know. Uh, we're interviewing players, coaches, uh, the supporters group, defenders of the bridge. So check us out. Yeah, big shout out to them. Yeah, big shout out to them. They actually, I think. That's a good name. Lions Bridge? No, Defenders, Defenders of, of the bridge. bridge. That's a good name. I There's like a that. lot of a lot of comic book stuff you can do with that name. And <laughs> I'd be really disappointed if they have not done a comic book TFO yet. Ah, oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. More about them after we finish talking about this depressing stuff. But okay, that's fine. that's the midfield three is fine. Honestly, I feel like if I feel like we're playing like a reserve four three three. Like I'm, Okay, this this and the reason why I say this is this. If you want Jackson or Boards or whoever playing striker to have the ability to float and not just stay central, play a four three three. So that way, if Jackson floats out wide, someone can then thus go central. Either Charles Boateng or Moape. Yeah, someone floats into that space. Well, and that's that's the problem. I don't think Mwape and Boateng are being instructed to float inside. But then you look at Mwape, this is the reason why he's losing the ball so much on that right side. Because he's barreling down the right side, cooking fullbacks on the right side, cutting inside, doing stepovers, getting past players, and then there's no one in the middle to pass to because Jackson or Chin has floated wide on the other side. So it's... there's, There's no focal point. There's no... There's no one test. We're saying we're trying. If we get into the box, we're trying to get the ball to this guy. Now I know that long in the past we've struggled, but think about further back than that. Who did we have up top? We had Matthew Delcat. He was big, strong striker in there who can win balls in the air. If we run out of ideas and we're in the final third, we could try and chip a ball in, and he would make a play for the ball. He would challenge center backs. He bully center backs. We don't have any means of getting the ball. We have nowhere, no one to aim for in the middle. We have no one to say, let's get the ball to well, this one. The reason we don't have anyone to aim for is because by the time we get possession up there, our striker is running back to get into the middle because he floated out wide. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's so... <sighs> I don't know if that has to do with Either Bulow wanting that or Bulow doing that because that's what he has available with Chin and Jackson. So I don't know if maybe getting a, a more dominant striker. Yeah, but honestly, do you see the kicker signing anyone midseason? But I, I've heard, I, I know other teams are starting to do the loan deals, and I saw yeah. like I think. And Mike, I know we we just lost um Abubakar. He's went. He well, I think got he's coming back. No, he got recalled to to Columbus. So he's not coming back. Because the last after. I heard that he was coming back. All right, we'll check on it. Because <laughs> God knows we need <laughs> we need another center back back. <laughs> not saying our center back options are poor, but you need back. We have three center backs on the roster. Yeah. Think I about mean, this. Well, I mean, we are one. Look after we are one Akway yeah. red card and Shadowski red card away from having Ivan and Troyer in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that's a problem, but right I mean, now, the, the, the run of the four we're in? Here's the thing. Ivan, okay, after his performance yesterday, I think I'm, I'm fine with him replacing one of those two guys. But having, I do feel that as hard of a worker Troyer is, he doesn't have the stature for a center back. Yeah. I, I just I just want more stature back there. Like Yeah. Okay, so the right wing to me seems fine with Mbappe. The right wing for us is locked. Like, yeah. 
Lockerbie and Moape. Lockerbie had a decent that. game, and Wape, I got frustrated with him because there was a lot of moments where he was going in the final third, and he just he had like tunnel vision, like he's going and to make a play again. That's what I tell you. He's like, I'm not gonna even try and cross it anymore because there's nobody in there. There's no one in there, so let me try so do and do something think, myself. Okay, but does does that then work into being frustrated from yeah. the player standpoint? Because I'm pretty sure, like, we both had games. Like, I know I've had games where it's like, yo, nothing's working, so I'm going to try it. Yeah. But then that feeds into it where it's like, it's not a positive thing. It's a negative thing where it's like. It is now. I'm it's, losing the ball all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing the ball. Myself. I'm trying to. Like, it, it feels like our team is trying to do so much that we're doing nothing. And you can tell, I mean, like, after, after we gave up the first goal, like, you mentioned it. Like, everyone was up in arms. Yeah. But no one. And, I mean, maybe this is me nitpicking. I feel like I'm nitpicking, but I'm going to make the point. I didn't see anyone, like, come together yeah. or even talk about, like, hey, look, clear the heads, let's go, let's keep going. Like, it's, yeah. it's seven minutes in. Instead, I saw everyone go to the ref and complain about a card. About the handball, yeah. And no one got I, together to be like, hey, look, stick with the plan, stick with the plan. I mean, he, he, because, I think – what you get from that is their plan is a patience one. The kicker's plan is a patience one. So now it's like, now we have to play outside of our comfort zone. We have to try and get forward as quickly as possible because we're a goal down. Again. And and it's it's like, it, it, it has this feeling of not again. And it's like, you get into that mentality of I'm not having this again. And that's when you start to make mistakes. Yeah, and that's you, when you, you see it. Like it was a there lot was of no more patience and stuff. So now, if you imagine, what, imagine it's zero zero, yeah. right? And Moape's going down the wing, doing stepovers, getting past defenders, wrong footing defenders. If it's zero zero, and he sees that all of that is still not getting him in a, in a position where he can score a goal, he'll turn back, probably give it to Lockerbie. Then they try and work something else out. There will be more patience. But the fact that they went down one nothing, first off, they feel that it was unfair. They feel that there was a handball. Secondly, it is again on the road. We're down one nothing, and it's like so now everyone goes into panic mode. Everyone goes into the house is on fire mode, and it's like, let me take the bull by the horns and try and do it myself. And this is what you get. You get a bunch of players that are barreling that. There was a period of time where Chattanooga could not get out of their own half for about. 10 minutes because every time they try and clear it out we were right back on it and getting it back in but what was happening players were just running with the ball and there was plenty of space because Chattanooga was still trying to get up the field to get another one so there was plenty of space in that midfield third on the opponent's half that we could uh, we could have capitalized on but everyone's got tunnel vision everyone's, yeah, everyone's panicking everyone's because there was a lot of chances where we're going in the final third yeah but it's like we would trip our own feet or we would misplay the ball. We would take a heavy touch that would cancel out a chance or we would cross it too high because we're just rushing. Yeah, and I feel was. like if – I don't know. I, if that game is nil-nil, I say it's 20-20, but if the game is nil-nil, do we rush those chances? Probably not. Most because likely not. There was an opportunity with that Joe Gallardo – running down the middle of the field, just straight down the middle, and now a defender comes and pressures him on the back, and he tries to go and take a shot when he's not in the position to him. The ball just rolls to the goalie. And it's like, uh, you had options. 
Yeah. And he's why are you rushing the play? Hold it up, try and make a pass, maybe get a one-two going. Because if you're when you're running at the defense, full pelt, straight, not even at an angle, straight, and the defense is forced to back up. Once they back up, if you do a one-two pass, you're always gonna get there first. Yeah. So I mean these are things these are the type of situations where you see the players panicking. Just panic. Yeah. I I mean, granted, and even you brought up the point last night, just the mentality of this team right now, like, it's just, I wouldn't even say it's like everyone's for themselves, because I I don't, besides the point I made earlier after the goal, Mm -hmm. I don't see it at the depth where it's like, no one cares about the other person. Mm -hmm. It's not like the Eagles we had last year. Yeah. Where it was like the team just completely just shut down. It was like, I'm just here to get paid. I don't see that. What I see is a bunch of guys who just can't figure it out. Yeah. And they're getting just frustrated. It's pretty much like, take your favorite video game and put it on the hardest difficulty, and you can't get, you cannot get past, like, the first level boss. Yeah. Because you're just like, yo, I've tried everything. Like, I'm about to fling the controller because you're just so frustrated. That's why I feel like the kickers are at right now. Yeah. And you brought up the point yesterday of, like, if we play Virginia United right now, do we win 6-1? And I was like, quite frankly, I tell you, we'd be lucky we'd to win. We'd scrape away with a 1-0 Yeah, win. we'd be lucky to win one nothing, Maybe yeah, two? at this point. Like, it just feels like, like at that moment, when we beat Virginia United 6 nothing. I mean 6-1, the momentum was different, everyone was getting in the groove of it, and now it's like, the momentum is just not there. <clears throat> and things doesn't things did not get easier because after the game against Lionsbridge, we played North Texas. Now granted North Texas is coming off of uh a win against they're coming off a four one loss to Ford, but a three one win against Lance and then they played Greenville at home on Sunday. So it's like I can see them winning that one. Yeah, so I mean, it's like we welcome back North Texas. Now, granted, Pepe's not going to be playing. Yeah, because he's, you he's still been got, called up, right? Yeah, yeah, you still got Renardo. You still got um, Cervinia. I mean, even if they didn't have big-name players, you have a team that's been playing together for years. Yeah, but just not having been playing together for years, but just, like, momentum is on their side. Exactly. Like, they're in the flow. Like, <clears throat> i put it to you like this. Is take Golden State pre-Curry. And think of Cody State post Curry. Yeah. This just think about how the mojo in that team is so much different. Yes. Pre Curry, post Curry. Pre Curry, no, everyone forgot about Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> Only reason you thought about Golden State was because of Jason Richards in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. And Byron Davis. That's it. Post Curry. It was all about him. It was Curry, Clay, Draymond. Katie, yeah, so you, you, who's now leaving to go to Brooklyn, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, one, one thing that I do not want to do is I don't want to get caught in the things need to change mentality. And I know a lot of people are getting frustrated about it. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it, you know, on Facebook. People are getting frustrated. And I've heard people actually... Talking about Bulo getting yeah. getting switched out, getting sacked. But here's my thing. 
I know a lot of the people that follow the kickers follow the Premier League. And let's look at the the drama show that was Arsenal for the past two years. It's it's poetic justice that why I, I you can compare what's going on with the kickers to Arsenal, especially since Buell is an Arsenal fan. Under Wenger, everyone was like, it's time for this dude to go. And that's what a lot of people felt about Lee Callishaw. It's I mean, you've done great things with the kickers over the years, but it's time to go. Now, By the way, you can you. send all aggressive <laughs> tweets to Shanir. <laughs> Do not send them to me. Please. No, that's all right. I'll ignore them. I'll ignore them anyway. Because, no, but think about it. Think about it. Now, what is the first thing you hear a lot of people who most likely aren't Arsenal fans, me included, say about Arsenal fan TV? They're quick to jump on the bandwagon and get rid of the coach, but do you want to turn into a Chelsea where you're getting rid of a coach every two years? Yeah. You want to turn into a club that has no system because the, you want to turn into a Manchester United now who gets a new coach every two years and has lost their identity since Sir Alex Ferguson? I mean, you need to give an identity time to grow. Yeah. And it's going to be rough patches. And right now we're going through a period of time where, yes, there are holes in what's happening with the kickers right now but I do feel that we need I need to see Bulo's system on a team that fully understands it from top to bottom has played it for a while and knows it back to front and then I can judge his system based off of its best image if I'm judging his system off of these guys are still learning it you could bring Pep Guardiola here and it would be the same thing because he it would take a while for players to learn that system. Okay. On top of learning but each other. Do you believe this is a fair question? Like, and this is a question I've seen posed on Twitter. Just putting it out there. This coaching staff picked the players. Yeah. Put the system in place. We even said we was given, what, the 10th game? Like, when we were like, all right, we're not. Let's see where we're at at the 10 games. Yeah. We're in white. 14 games now? 14, yeah, I think so. And we've had a seven-game losing streak? Like, when... If we if we did... Because, all right, your mid-season grade right now for the kickers, what is it? My what? Your mid-season grade. <sighs> Everything that's happened from the winning streak to the losing streak to players coming in, new system... What's your what's your what's your midseason grade? I'd give this midseason grade probably a C minus at this moment right now. Is that with curve or no curve? Well, I I don't do curves. Oh, so you the kind of teacher the kids hate? Yeah, you no. don't you don't round up grades? No. Dang. So if you, got a, kid, if you got a C minus, you got a C minus. So I mean, if a kid get an eighty nine, you ain't rounding it up to a ninety. No, that's a B minus. See, this is why I could never have you as a college professor. That <laughs> that mentality right there is the difference between me being think you loaded and summa cum laude. Well, then you should have put in the work. Trash. For summa cum laude. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. Right now, I give it a C minus. I give it a C minus. And uh, here's the thing. There's still a whole season left. 
and you got there's to, a half to, a season left. There's a whole half of a season left. <laughs> that's that's what I meant. Yeah, there's a whole half of a season left. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of people would say, but yeah, look, it, I mean, there's only ten teams in this league, and the, yeah, the but gap so that between last place and first place. When you say ten teams, that makes it even worse. No, because no. there's little from no, there's no room for error. That no, actually, to the contrary, that means that like okay. you're not out of it until the last month. Literally. Yeah, that's true. But then if you keep on this losing streak, you could be out of it by the end of July. Like, no. Look, no, I, I don't think so. Because look, just if you look at the table. But Shanira, think about it, yo. But at the start of June, we were sitting, what, still fourth place, even though we lost two games, right? Yeah. Now we're but in ninth. Now we're ninth with a negative eight goal difference. Eight points out of fourth? Yeah, in fourteen in fourteen games, how much have we jumped around the table? Bushinier, just how much has this. every team jumped around the Bushinier. table except for to North Texas? Bushinier. This is the thing that's gonna kill us is the goal difference. Yeah, like even difference. if we won yesterday, we still would have been ninth. Y- here's my thing though. I'm it's not... like we will have to win an extra game to jump out of ninth place. Like not <laughs> no, now here, here's the thing. Here here's what I here's the thing. I am not basing this team's success this season on whether we make the playoffs. And that's where I think the problem is. You cannot... I mean, that is setting yourself up for failure. I mean, okay, but... Setting yourself up to be pissed goal. off. Of course, it's a it's a great goal. Yeah. Like they say, aim for the stars and you'll yeah. reach the moon, at least. But I am not... I'm not basing the success of the season off of that because this is... A transition. I mean, okay, granted, at that this point, is a tra- that's true. for the kickers. This is a transition in everything apart from the actual location of the stadium. And you know what I think? A lot of because I think a lot of fans are feeling, and I I put myself in this category of like the last two years, we knew we couldn't compete. Yeah, we knew we couldn't. So we come into this new league, know little to nothing about the other teams, and it's kind of like we have this grandiose like. Smelling ourselves too much. Like, yo, we, 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 we can run this. We'll put some players out there. We'll win the game. We'll play against amateurs. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, we started doing research on these other teams and then seeing these other teams play. And we're like, oh, yo, we're not. Like, my expectations really went from like, man, everyone, why ain't no one picking us to win a championship? And then like after a couple of weeks, even after we were winning, I'm like. You can see why. Yo, this is this isn't an amateur league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and but okay, so <coughs> we. This is probably why we're both co-hosts. We're both probably judging the success of this team based off of <sighs> results. Is probably at the bottom. No, not at the bottom. Not at the bottom, but it isn't at the top. Definitely yeah. not. Continuity, I feel like, is a big thing. Like, Continuity. I'm trying to draw some positives here. Identity and one thing that we are struggling with is goals. Because that's one thing. I mean, how many goals did we score last season? Well, I mean, we're on pace to hit that now. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're on pace better. to hit that now. But what, we, like, well, haven't we already scored more this. goals than we scored last season? I would say this. This is what I want for the second half of the season. And I will feel like this will make me feel better if we don't make the playoffs. If the kickers take the mentality of upset king, 
and just being like hard to beat at home. Like if we go unbeaten at home, knock a couple of teams off, like who we not take supposed some, to beat. Take, take some points off of yeah. teams that like I would be like, all right, I I can live with that for this yeah. year. I have then no next year problem. you retooled and you be like, all right, look, we didn't make the playoffs. We had a tough start in the beginning. Ain't no more playing around. Second year, let's get going. Let's turn this up. But this year, second half, if we don't make the playoffs, play the role of upset king and start knocking teams off. Like July thirteenth, you got the perfect opportunity to 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 put some hurt on North Texas. You play yeah. the ones you know your mistakes. You know what you did wrong. You know what you did wrong, and they're missing their top striker. So at this point, right now, you saw you shore it up, tighten it up defensively, try and keep possession of the ball, maybe try and win something on the counter, play more centrally up top, and I can see us put some hurt on North Texas. Yeah. Maybe not get a win, but. If we can get them to a draw and take away those two points from North Texas, that'll make everyone start thinking twice about, ooh, the kickers mean business now because this is North Texas. Now I get a draw. I want to win. I want to win. But a draw, a draw, look, a draw helps. A draw helps. And not a goalless draw. Please, please not a goalless draw. I I need to see some goals because we have a score. A 1-1 draw like it's the birth of a new child. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I look, man. We are. I ain't even lie. Yesterday, y'all, we were sitting here like, "You sure you want to do the podcast?" Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do it yesterday because yeah. I would have been in a completely oh, well, different mindset. There's yesterday. a bottle of two bottles of sangria and like Takase that said we shouldn't have done it yesterday. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess I, I was more so of the balance because, like you said, I had a, I had some consolation yesterday. Yeah, we, with, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. July 9th, like we said earlier, we played Lions Bridge, who played in USL League 1. They're in Newport News, Virginia. I believe the club is two years old. Yeah, League 2. League 2. USL League 2. Yeah, yeah, USL League 2, two years old. Um, formerly used to be known as the PDL. We played them in an expedition game. I'm expecting wholesale changes. Like I don't, I do not want to see a starter even make a substitute appearance. Yeah, just like play I, the other guys. Like I want to see Joe Rice play the first half, Matt play the second half. I want to see Mendez. Yeah, get Mendez in there. I want to see even Moss Greg, if he's Greg healthy Bean out there. Troyer, Troyer, let him go full ninety. Um, if there's a mysterious striker in the youth academy. Put him out there and see what happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, hopefully Bodoc is healthy. We find out why Scotty didn't play; he was hurt. I don't know for how long. I just know he's hurt. Ooh. So Scotty too hotty. That's your nickname for us. From us, um, get healthy, <laughs> man. Get healthy, man. Get healthy. Um, we need yeah, that. Like go in there, play the subs. I'm not like a win or a loss doesn't matter. I just want to see. I want to see some, some new players get out there so we can see like what we got on the bench. Yeah, so see what we got on the bench and what we got for the future because a lot of them are young. Um, so, and also, this would be an opportunity for them to prove something, prove that they can put some pressure on the first team, guys. Yeah. Because uh, I think that may also be a factor. Maybe. It's, it's a strong maybe for me with that with regards to 
Oh no, it's not amazing for me. Everyone's all gonna run. Like I, no, no, I'm saying that I, I feel that because of the fact that everyone, okay, let me, everyone's job isn't on the line. That's maybe let me clear this up. Dip in the everyone, everyone position is open. Like we have an open tryout. Basically, I mean, that's <laughs> that's how it should be. You know how you go into practice and coach be like, "Oh, you starting last game." Oh, you're not starting this week. We have the open trials for your position, son. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you better perform <laughs> so you can start again. Yeah. That, that's that, that's where we're at in the corner. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I, I mean, on to, on to happier <laughs> stuff. Let's, let's move on to. I mean, the women won. They I beat mean, France. Look, we're not going to talk long about this because this episode even wasn't supposed to be this long. <laughs> for everyone that was talking rah-rah about us losing France, we won. We're just going to leave it at that. We won. We want. We ain't gonna say nothing else because you know how they say Americans are too cocky. I mean, at least with regards to the women's game, we are cocky. Yeah, you're right. We won two one, but we back it up. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's like Kobe. It's like Cristiano Ronaldo. I just need the men to back it up today. Uh, I I I don't. I I see them getting a win, and that the, when does that game start? In like three minutes. Yeah. I see them getting a win. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> so you can go watch this. Um, yes. <clears throat> so you can check check out the podcast on Twitter, River City ninety three. You can also listen to us on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Anchor FM, and of course the Beautiful Game Network. Thanks to our sponsors, Go to Go Press, the best choice for you to get your custom shirts, hats, mugs, and other items for just yourself or organization. I don't know why I can't read that. Um, <laughs> check out their amazing products for a fraction of the price and other places at go to gopress.com. Also, thanks to Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, US Soccer. Get your custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. I need something to change. I need a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A win, a a draw with some goals and some excitement and some change in the attack and play would be would the be upset that. king, young oh, kickers. Hey, but if they become the upset kings, I I I. That, that that would raise the level of pride I have for this team even more. <laughs> I mean, and even though we're going through some tough times right now, we're, um, there's still pride there, you know, and the kickers need to, I mean, those players need to realize that this we're still backing you, you know. Red Army's still standing behind you. We're still going to bang the drums. We're still going to scream and shout. Sectional still got your back. Still my boys. <laughs> still my boys. Yeah. All right. This episode is a lot longer than what we expected it to be. I say 10 minutes, and now we're almost on 35. All right. With that being said, guys, you can follow us at River City 93. Keep us on the good side. Catch you next week.